If Terry Hudgens has learned anything over the past several years, he's learned that sometimes God's plans are better than our own. Hi, I'm Bryant Wright, the president of Sin Relief. For years, Terry dreamed of doing just two things. He wanted to travel the world, and he wanted to share Christ with people groups who'd never heard the gospel. As it turns out, God made exactly one half of his dream come true. And now, 50% of Terry's original dream sounds bigger to him than anything he could have ever dreamed up on his own. Here's Terry's story of hope. Even from outside the walls of Tusculum Hills Baptist Church, you can hear the sound. It's the sound of children's voices. But these children's voices are different from the children's voices you'll hear coming from almost any other church. These voices come from children who represent countries from all over the world, countries from which their families were forced to flee. These sounds weren't always here. In fact, a few years ago, these halls were virtually silent. This is a story about a neighborhood that changed and a church that tried to keep up. It's the story about the good plans we make and the better plans that God makes. It's a story about children, lots of children. And it's a story about a man named Terry. Terry Hudgens was studying in seminary when he received what he thought was a clear call from God. I was sitting in chapel and a missionary from South America was speaking. And he, uh, he was talking about he was walking through the village and knocked on a hut and the children yelled, it's the Jesus man. And I knew that God was calling me to be the Jesus man. Somehow felt God wanted me to do it. So Terry finished school and did what he thought was the next logical step. He applied to be a missionary with the International Mission Board. Being a diabetic since I was four, the Foreign Mission Board didn't think I would be a good fit. So I, I just let it go. Terry let it go. But God never did. From Send Relief, this is Stories of Hope, Episode 87, A Foreign Country Just South of Nashville. It had a big parking lot for several hundred cars and a steeple you could see from far, far away. It had so much square footage, the members would talk about the youth wing and the children's wing. From the outside, Tusculum Hills looked like a big church, but on the inside, it sounded like something different. 
it sounded quiet. There was not one child in this church. The children's hall was pretty much dark. And there, I think there come a point where they had to decide, you know, what are we gonna do? And, you know, the church decided they wanted to reach the area and the community. Tusculum Hills sits on Nolensville Road in South Nashville, Tennessee. Around the church, there are 20 different nationalities and languages. Whenever there is a crisis in the world, many of the refugees who come out of that crisis are brought to this part of the city. This is where many of them will begin a new life. Oil chain station next door is owned by a Kurdish man. The gas station across the street is a Kurdish man. The convenience store next to that was run by an Indian man. So if you want to experience the third world, you can come to Nashville and, and the sights, the smells, um, it's really the entire world is represented on Nolanford Road. So the church created the Nashville World Outreach Partnership, and Terry Hudgens is its director. Since its creation, two more churches have joined Tusculum Hills as partners. But they got together, decided they were going to form a partnership for three years and pool their resources to reach out to the refugees and immigrants in Nashville. That was five years ago, and there's no sign of it slowing down. Starting the ministry was hard, but growing it was not. How do you grow this? You open the door. <laughs> I mean, we literally just open the doors and they show up. In the halls that were once dark and quiet, now there is the sound of children singing. Every week, as many as 60 kids from around the world gather together to sing. There's really something going on here seven days a week. We have our Freedom Choir. It's called the Nashville Freedom Choir. They polled the kids at the elementary school across the street what was their favorite word, and it was freedom. The choir was just the beginning. Now, throughout the week, there are English classes, there are citizenship classes, there's a clothes store. The list goes on and on. And by meeting those kinds of everyday needs, multiple churches have grown too. There's always at least three worship services going on at the same time on Sundays. We have a South Sudanese congregation that meets. The, the pastor is a former refugee. We also have a Chinese congregation that meets. We have a Spanish congregation that meets later on in the afternoon, a Zonli congregation, which is from Burma, and the Korean, which is also from Burma. And it has grown and grown and grown. And I think because God is blessing the church for what it's doing. Gassim Domkov fled the war in Sudan. He was raised Muslim, but found Christ as refugee. Now, he pastors the South Sudanese church that meets at Nashville World Outreach. His changed life is a model for reaching other refugees. So like what the church is doing here is, has a great impact. And those people come from there without a hope, coming to a new world, they don't know anything. So by the church, extend their hand and bring them in, make them feel like, hey, if the church is doing this, that means the God that they worship is a loving God. Once they see an American that's willing to talk to them, 
and are actually interested in them, then you have a friend for life. Mui Lei is a Karen refugee from Burma. The outreach started its relationship with her by meeting needs through her children. When they did that, they saw God change her life. I'm just really grateful that God gave me the opportunity to bring my kids here. The adults that help my kids, I'm very blessed because they also helped me. The refugees are not the only lives God has changed. Terry and Corey Bailey, a co-worker with Nashville World Outreach, have been changed by seeing just how deep the need is. With these kids, you just say, hey, we're doing something at church, and they're there. Uh, one, they love the food. Chicken sandwiches, hamburgers, or pizza. No matter what we have, it involves Tabasco sauce because the spicier the food, the better. You know, food's a big deal. These are truly poor children, not what I call American poor. Corey was visiting a family and the neighbors knocked on the door and brought them a bag of frozen rats because they didn't have meat. They were eating rats because that's all they had. We have a rewards program, which we, they get freedom bucks. So they get points for bringing their Bibles, for coming to church, for memorizing scripture, bringing friends. And, you know, usually it's toys, things they want to buy. But with our refugee children, they usually buy bags of rice for their family. It's been life-changing to me to see them help their families. They've made scripture come to life for me. You know, when Jesus said, when you saw the poor and you fed them, I mean, these are the poor he was talking about. Once you meet these children, you, you cannot get them out of your mind. Other lives have been changed too, like Troy Ferris, who learned who these refugees really were. They're not illegal. And I think that is my, when I hear people say that, I, I'm very friendly about it, but I'm like, no, let me, let me explain to you what they really are. They're refugees. They lived in, a Thai, in Thailand in a camp and they got lucky enough to come here. and and they're blessed to be here. Since then, Troy has gone from an occasional church attender and never part of the refugee ministry to someone who just cannot stay away. Started driving one of our buses and started hanging out with the kids, and then meeting their parents, and then becoming part of their parents' lives. And now if any of our families have an issue, they call Mr. Troy. This is definitely my passion that I didn't know I had, which is pretty fun, because I didn't ever think I would work with, with international families. Now, the children's hall echoes with the voices of kids, especially when the choirs begin to sing. You'll hear them, they love it. I mean, they'll sing, like on Sunday when we had the big All Nations thing, man, they were up there just singing the hearts out. It was, I mean, it, it, it's, it's hard almost not to bring a tear to your eye when you're sitting there listening to them. 
When Terry thinks back to that chapel service so many years ago, now he knows he was called to be the Jesus man. But his mission field is a lot closer than a far-flung place across the ocean. I didn't know at the time that I was getting into foreign missions. I never dreamed that I'd be working in a foreign country and it'd be in South Nashville. So now I can honestly say that I'm a foreign missionary because I'm, I work with internationals literally every day. This has been Stories of Hope from Sin Relief. Today's episode, a foreign country just south of Nashville. If you'd like to see and hear the Refugee Children's Choir, or if you'd like to learn more about Nashville World Outreach, you can visit them online at nashvilleworldoutreach.com. There are refugees and internationals in every community in North America, and they need food, they need shelter and clothing. They need help learning English and adjusting to our culture. But more than anything, they need someone who can share Christ with them. For practical help on how you and your church can do that, go to sinrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify Podcast and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you've liked what you've heard here, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. This is Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. Join me in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope. Oh.